Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music Music ranked. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Once again, for one of our monthly music ranked episodes, we've got Eric on the line. Hello, Eric. Hello, everyone. And if memory serves, today's band of importance is the Electric Light Orchestra. Yes, it is the Electric Light Orchestra, which um, back in 2007, I decided was the fifth best band, I believe, um, of my favorites of all the rankings and and so forth. So um, since then, I've uh, went through and listened to the entire discography. And I think there'll be a little bit of debates um, on what that even means and how that should be classified. Uh, more importantly, I think we'll be able to discuss some of the collective works of Electric Light Orchestra. And um, and I do feel that you and I will have uh, some probably similar opinions and maybe some opposing opinions. Fair enough. Good deal. So... Uh... Where, I guess, how did how did you get into ELO, Eric? Where, when, when, and how did you discover? All right, so I think um, you know it's not a hundred percent like uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure where and when I first heard ELO. I think it's one of those things where the band has definitely plaid some airtime on you know whether it be classic rock stations or what have you. But I think when I was kind of going back and trying to. Joyce, my memory of, of when this happened, I, I believe it has something to do with VH1 and I love the eighties, which might sound crazy. That sounds so, about right. So are you familiar some with a the theme there? I think, <laughs> well, maybe some of them. Are you familiar with, I love the eighties? Oh yeah. I, I don't think I've seen many of them, but I I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the concept there. Yeah. Okay. So in short, the, for those at home that are not familiar VH1 in probably the early 2000s was becoming, it it was honestly on the verge of starting to become the reality TV station that we all know today, right? Right, Um, right. But there were, it might've still been 75% like reality and 25% music. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. in the mornings I would go get ready for school and I'd put on music and it'd play classic music. And uh, and then a lot of times just the normal standard, um, you know, pop songs of the early 2000s. Well, during the transition, they were still kind of music-based. Even the reality shows were music-based. They had a show in which was called I Love the 80s, which was maybe a half an hour to an hour. And it was um, kind of like talking head style where they would talk about a topic and then they would have comedians or uh, celebrities of some type give their opinions on that topic. So, okay. you know, they might talk about the Rubik's Cube. And then somebody would come and say, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they'd give their two cents. And then they'd cut to something else. And it was done in a very comedic fashion. And I remember um, this might have been where Michael Ian Black came back into fame and kind of got himself back on the radar. Uh, okay. Uh, he was very, very prominent in these. Like, he was always the guy that got the best um, jokes in, so to speak. So. Okay. 
I'm not sure if there's anything that's out there like this today. They did replicate it and make I Love the 90s and I Like the 2000s, I Like the 70s. And and I believe in the future they had a spinoff show where it's just like I like or I love this or whatever. And then they would just kind of go around. But the reason I'm even talking about this, um, there was a little segment where they started talking about – I might have been in the I Love the 70s because I don't think ELO was in the 80s one. So it must have been their like next season or whatever. There was a small little segment about the song uh, Don't Let Me Down. And okay. there were jokes about Classic. what – Yeah, they were talking about Don't Let Me Down, and then they would say Bruce, which is right. not necessarily what they say. I believe it is Gruce or something like that. It's some German or made-up word. I'm not sure. They, um, But there was a segment there, and I heard the beat of the song, and I said, who the heck is that? And this is, of course, in my uh, Napster days. And right. that is when I found out who ELO was, or at least – recognized the first song and it all became because i heard the beat and they were all making fun of who's bruce and why is bruce and what is bruce and all is all of this so that todd is a very long long uh drawn out story of how i first came along with elo so um i hope you enjoyed that and now it is your oh, turn yeah. to to match in its entirety can you go longer than me on the intro story of how you were introduced to elo it's it's I, I don't know, but I'm I'm up for the challenge. Um, I mean, I listened to a lot of classic rock uh, at at one point, you know, in my teen years. Uh, I, I I sort of discovered classic rock and got hooked and, and never looked back. Um, so so there's certainly been a lot of ELO, you know, on the airwaves that I've heard, you know, before I started, you know, acquiring music and was just listening to everything, you know, on the radio. That said, I think my first real intro to, hey, here's this band called Electric Light Orchestra, and here's some of the stuff that they do, actually comes through a... <laughs> I really hope you're pouring a drink and not using the restroom. Um... Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Man, that that was... Uh, yeah, that was me pouring coffee. I thought pouring a, from good a deal, jug... Good deal. Pouring from a jug would be better than the actual faucet, but I am wrong. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh, I thought you uh, had a really good story. It just turns out you thought I was peeing. No, no, no. Um, no, so, it, it, no, but the, the uh, my, my actual intro to, to, to ELO was actually prior to my list, my, my getting into classic rock, strangely enough. Um, oh, okay. So, um, I'm trying to... Th- so like I you know I I've listened to music on the radio like forever like that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm a big fan of you know the 80s because I grew up with all you know the 80s yeah. pop one hit wonders you know Aha and Duran Duran and and all that fun um, and at some point and I want to say it would have been probably the late 80s ish mm-hmm. um, I got into a a let's 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 try and be polite about this and say into a sort of a religious state um, okay was, was all about you know going to church and 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 all that sort of thing and there my my buddy jeff his dad had these cassettes that were were basically like sermons that were all about how you know the rock and roll is the devil's music um, of course which was fascinating 
because you know they 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 go through a variety of different artists and and you know play samples of the song and why this this is evil and why this is about the devil and why this oh is not this a good and this thing, is on cassette you know. tape this is on cassette uh, tape yeah it was cassette tapes and and you know he oh he, you listened you know, to this oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay willingly willingly early that's, that's early how, podcast there I guess yeah pretty pretty much um, okay cool. and and one of the things that kind of hooked me and was fascinating was that you know the, throughout. There was there was a heavy, uh, oh, heavy dose okay. of discussing of of you know backwards masking, yeah, you know, and how the, yep. how the devil will, will burrow into your brain because these 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 evil artists possessed by Satan are singing messages at you backwards in the music. Mm-hmm. And, sure. You know, and so they they'd play it and it would sound fine, and then they'd play it in reverse, and you'd hear yes, 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 Satan, 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 you know, or whatever. Um, and that was fascinating to me. Um, oh, it is. You know, it is fascinating. At, at the time, because, you know, I was a, you know, little holy warrior for Jesus and just stocking up on ammo against evil. Um, and then later in life, just because it's funny and it's, it's kind of interesting, you know. Um, and so all that to say, you know, Electrical Light Orchestra was, was, was in there. Um, I'd be hard pressed to come up with these specific examples that they gave as, you know, actual evil um but you know oh, in amongst boy. talking about the back masking yeah. there there is uh one of their songs i believe it is uh shoot i can't remember what album it's on but it's uh fire on high is the is the is the song and there's a piece in there mm-hmm. that they deliberately you know recorded a thing and then turned it around backwards and put it into the uh into the track and it's, you know, when you when you when you play it backwards, it says, you know, the music is reversible, but time turn back, turn back, turn back. Uh, yeah. And that struck me. And I'm like, oh, electric light orchestra. OK, those guys are clearly evil, uh, you know, and didn't really think much about them until, you know, years later when I kind of, you know, lost the faith and started to get into, you know, real music uh, and started listening to classic rock. And then I'd start to hear them on the radio and I'd be like, oh, those guys. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, they 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 put out some some pretty uh cranking hits uh you know i i enjoyed them a lot and then you know as i got older and was able to start you know acquiring music um i'm trying to think if i got if i got a hold of their greatest hits first or if it was out of the the double album out of the blue and i want to say it's out of the blue and i actually have that on vinyl um Ooh. And it's, 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 I think that was first and I enjoyed it. All, all the tracks on there are, are, are pretty solid. Um, and then I think I got a greatest hits and I'm like, this is all, all pretty groovy. Uh, and it actually wasn't until recently when you and I were, were talking about this and sort of preparing for this episode that I actually, you know, got access and listened to, you know, a larger swath of their, their overall catalog. Um, so I feel fairly well equipped to have this conversation. Oh yeah, I I felt like you would um we wouldn't have to do much much research. Now this has been so uh, a sneak peek into the um I guess into the background here. The, I did the research on ELO several months ago probably. Uh, I'm I'm up to almost I, I'm I got plenty of artists ahead of me. So when it comes back to the backstory and some of the hidden things, like I know of the masking, I just can't remember what song it is either, but. In many of the podcasts and or documentaries and stuff that I um, listen to or, or caught up on, they mention it. And, you know, it's obviously they had some type of movement with uh, 
you know, I don't know if, what, what of the crew that went against, you know, the people, Satan and the, the people that hated uh, backward masking, I guess. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. So my, my overall, I mean, I don't, I don't know how they even slipped up to like this rank in like 2007 in my brain, because at that point in time, I don't, I mean, I must've listened to maybe 12, 13, you know, maybe 20 of their songs, you know, it wasn't, right. wasn't as readily available. I do remember turn to stone was one of my favorites. Um, oh, yeah. so I thought that was a great one. And, and, um, the spaceship type style, like, you know, ELO logo and stuff. I definitely oh, yeah. remember that. So yeah, yeah so yeah. they're out of the blue album was one that I at least remember seeing the cover out art for, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I so I, I mean, remember, I remember dad having that and pulling it yeah. out. It was all sci-fi. And so I was like, Ooh, awesome. You know, whatever. And when I say yeah. pulling it out, it was, you know, no one was at home and I, you know, uh-huh. was looking at them, you know, with no one aware to, you know, yell at me and jump my shit because you know you didn't you didn't touch dad's records that that, that yeah. was that was not a thing well, <laughs> i i understand that i could and for I could good see reasons that, so. oh yeah oh, so i just oddly enough really funny so ah uh, man it was probably this summer so i'm this is that yeah it's go, the time that I actually started the research so it's real simple i put all the songs i i collect i find uh you know i download all the albums or rip them onto you know the computer or what have you um, right. and then I put them all in there and then, you know, we go through the process where I start ranking. I listen to an album and, and I start with the earliest album and I try to go, you know, you go chronologically. Right? I, yeah. Because, because my whole point is, uh, I'd like to see how the band, uh, progresses or in a lot of them kind of, you know, goes downhill. Um, right. so I started right. and we were on our way to, uh, Bush gardens in Virginia, and okay. we, I don't even remember why, <laughs> um, there, <laughs> something to do with, I think it either had something to do with, uh, Laney's, uh, school. I don't know. We ended up, we ended up getting like a, uh, Airbnb, um, with another family that is friends, uh, with, uh, like Laney, Laney has a, uh, her friend is in that same class. So, but okay. we basically, and on the way there, I was on the, um, album time, which, I recall hearing from a podcast that I started listening to that the, the album Time is a concept album about a guy that is shifted to the future, like right. by like 80, 100 years or whatever. And he is singing basically the entire album is a concept album of him singing about being in the future and so forth. And man, I listened to that album probably on repeat for the four or five hour drive that it took to get there. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, dude, I just, I fell in love with that album. And the funny thing is, um, at the time frame, so when you listen to a song, you know, like you initially, it's like, yeah, that's a good song, but for, right. for, and it's, I guess it's hard to grade it as a collective because it felt like each song progressed, told a story. So maybe all right. the songs were, you know, two, three, four stars or five stars or whatever. But as a whole, you're like, that album was just great. And, yeah. and that is, you know, we're going to talk about my, you know, what I think was the greatest album. And it truthfully isn't time in terms of re- the rating, but right. I think it might be time. Um, and, and I guess the funny thing is you mentioned vinyl. So I walked into Big Lots the other day, and this sounds super, super weird. Big Lots, they had a yard sale inside Big Lots. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, there was just a random table set up at the very beginning that it was just like, yeah, we're having a little yard sale. Must have been one of the employees or something. 
and they had okay. some vinyls. So I start throwing through the vinyls, and oddly enough, there is ELO Time um, nice. as a vinyl. And I said, you know, I haven't bought a vinyl in, in quite some time. I said, but I'm like, I need this. So I went ahead and bought it off what I don't gave. I think it was like 80 cents or something. So that was That's uh, fantastic. Yeah. So I actually own that vinyl. You own uh, Out of the Blue, which is um, probably probably most people feel that is the the best ELO album. But oh, yeah. you know what? We'll actually go ahead and uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about maybe a little bit of the history. And uh, I have a controversial topic that I'd like to discuss with you about ELO. Okay. Sounds good. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken. But those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection justinbenline.com no personality no problem be beige all right it was nice hearing my own voice on that advertisement so we're, we're back here um so uh todd you know i kind of uh hinted towards we talked a little bit about time and we talked about um out of the blue um and then i talked about a question that i would like to pose to you okay all right Hit me ELO. Jeff Lynn is the mastermind that most people would say he is actually ELO. Well, it turns out. I would probably agree with that. Okay. Well, it turns out that ELO, there's a couple iterations. So when it comes to the metadata of ranking and tracking, you have the Electric Light Orchestra. And now, granted, they've had members in and out, you know, but Jeff Lynn was the guy. Now, he ended up leaving. And then they created um, ELO 2, okay? And that okay. was the actual, the title of it. Now, since um, they, I think they even disbanded, and then they called themselves the orchestra because Jeff Lynn got the ELO uh, copyright back, and now he has been producing albums called Jeff Lynn's ELO. So, do you see my dilemma? <laughs> is this one band to rank or is this three is that is that is or, there, yeah, or four that, or whatever it is i think you get the gist of it so what right. let's you know you don't know how i rank this the users the audience probably don't know how i rank this what would you do and let's see if it's the same or similar or how we would do this i think you go with uh in my opinion you go with sort of the the spirit of the thing. Uh, and by that, I mean, you know, if it's, it's kind of all electric light orchestra, uh, you know, like, yes, Jeff Lynn to me is, is kind of like, he is electric light. Like, yes, there are other people in the band and I'm sure they contributed. And I don't mean to, you know, diminish their contributions, but Jeff Lynn has, you know, there, there's a sound, there's a, vi- there's a vision there. He, he's, he's sort of guiding the thing. And, you know, so clearly all the, all the iterations of ELO that have Jeff Lynn are obviously, you know, put in one bucket. Um, 
you know, if you take Jeff Lynn out of it, but everyone else is there, you've still got the majority of the, the same people there, and I think that also counts. But then I think if you take in the case of their later albums, where it's basically just Jeff Lynn, like, like his more recent stuff, I looked at the liner notes, and it's like, this was written, produced... Uh, you know, recorded like it's 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 all Jeff Lynne. Like you, <laughs> like putting ELO on it is almost not even accurate because it it it's essentially a Jeff Lynne solo album under the name of ELO. Yeah. But it all but it all sounds very ELO esque, so to speak. So I would be inclined to include those also. Like to me, I I think I think putting all those together kind of makes sense because there are a lot of bands that you know. There, there's, you know, changes in the lineup, but, you know, like Stone Temple Pilots, they, you know, there was a period there where they dropped Wheeland and got a new singer and they, you know, put out an album as talk show and you listen to it and it sounds like STP, but without Wheeland, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, you know, you get that sort of a thing, but, you know, if you take you know for example velvet revolver which has wheeland and also has a bunch of folks from guns and roses that's not really either like to me that's its own thing you know what i mean like it it, it gets there are a lot of a lot of bands where they change stuff up you, you, you kind of just have to make the call of is this in essence the same kind of group or same group that it was just with different people or is this kind of a new thing you know what i mean yeah so and i think so you and I were similar, but, um, you know, and I can't even think of hard, fast rules. Um, what I can say is that I decided to do kind of, I basically took if Jeff Lynn was in the band, and since he kind of has always been the essence of the band, and this is right. really for me listening and watching documentaries and kind of understanding that it's always been Jeff Lynn. He could have just right. said it's Jeff Lynn. Right. Um, so I decided to, and one reason the ELO two actually is called ELO two. That is a totally different name. Um, I decided to leave them out because that is like a separate band and I okay. used all the original electric light orchestra stuff. Um, and I included the newest album, uh, even though because it's Jeff Lynn's ELO. So I guess right. it could be just a solo stuff for him, but Essentially, he's saying, hey, it's ELO, but not the guys that's been doing it for the last so many years, right? Right. So right. I think that was more just a um, trying to update and tell them that, you know, the audience, like, hey, it's not the same guys you've been hearing. Right. So, well, and, I, and, I, and, and I, I mean, I think that's legit, but I also, you know, having heard that, that sounds like ELO. Like the, the, yes. the, the style of it, the, 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 the feeling of it is this is ELO. Like if you have hadn't read the liner notes you wouldn't necessarily know that there aren't the other members of the band in there jamming along with him because it sounds yes. like yellow you know what i mean and to me that that would warrant inclusion yep and that's and that's kind of what i did so in in the grand scheme of things i took i believe it looks to me like there was let's see here 14 albums or so um yeah. and i did count xanadu which I'm not sure if I should, but it was listed. Um, so in, I, so yeah. right, here, here's how it goes. I mean, yeah. 
All right, I'm just ranking albums. There's nothing really saying there. It's just the songs from Xanadu, I think, on the album, maybe. Um, not that the albums really matter. It's not like number one or number two. Um, and it's not the worst. It doesn't matter. It probably should be thrown out, I think, in terms of album count. But the eh, songs I mean, they performed on Xanadu are right. actually still counted, obviously, in their discography in terms of this is a song of theirs. I, I think so. I mean, it's 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 kind of like, you know, it's... It, it's it's music by ELO featuring Olivia Newton-John. You know what uh, I mean? Like, well, it seems to me like most of the music is still ELO. There's just, oh, we've, we've got her on joining us. Uh, well, there were definitely some, I think there were some single songs by her. So the whole okay. album. You know, okay. Um, for, for Xanadu, but I guess that's neither here nor there. The songs on Xanadu weren't bad. So, no. you know, it doesn't necessarily matter um, in this case. But overall... The um, they scored really well for me. I think that they have a total of 12 five star hits. Now, mind you, Todd, that would probably mean that they might have two or three for you. <laughs> well, I'm not <laughs> no, sure what the ratio I, is yet. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. And, and there's a point at which I'm going to eventually go through and re-rank all of my stuff because I, I've, I've, I've come to realize that perhaps I'm a little too harsh. Well, oh, if yeah, but if you say that, you know, you found 12 five star songs, something in my gut tells me no, that sounds about right, which makes me think that if I went to my math and did not find that I need to reconsider my ranking scheme. Uh, It's just been a while since I've ranked a bunch of these. Yeah, but I I could easily see filling, you know, uh, you know, a mixtape with their greatest hits and them all being five stars. Yeah. Um, you know, well, uh, and then I go, dude, I have 78 and this sounds ridiculous. So they had 152 qualifying songs and this is, they had 78 four star songs. So I think that's where your difference in me. So, okay. That, that I might tone that down a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean, that's they, where you're at, but I mean, they, they put out a lot of, they put out a lot of good stuff. Um, the, their their first couple albums, you know, it, it kind of built up, it, you know, the, not so many great ones there. There's like a middle period where they were just kicking serious ass, in my opinion, yeah. um, you know, and, and then near the end, like, it's OK, it's good. Like I said, his his last album sounds like ELO. It's good. I'm not, you know, skipping them. I don't hate any of them, but I don't necessarily know that they're, you know, the stars of the show either, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think where I might have one or two four stars there, you probably would have all threes and maybe twos. Where I'm very, like, I don't have a single one star for ELO because there wasn't a single song that I think they just put out that was pure noise that, like, I would be annoyed by hearing. And that's where one stars typically come in at. It's, you know. I don't don't think I have any ones. And if there are twos, I think those would be fairly infrequent. Because to me, a two is... I don't want to hear this. Like, don't don't include this yep. when I sync my phone or songs that I just know that I'm going to immediately want to skip. And I don't know that there are that many of them for yellow. I have I have five. So, um, and yeah, they're not many. Three stars and four stars. I have 78 and 57. So I think that is yeah. probably where you and I would probably flip those maybe. Maybe, know, maybe. Which wouldn't tremendously yeah. change much in terms of like an overall, you know, opinion on the band. Um, right. In this, you know, we're currently looking at um, they sk- they jumped ahead of Boston in my group, right? So if okay. we're we're talking number five right now, we've talked 
um, Journey, Beatles, Weird Al, Boston, ELO. Well, ELO jumped to number four pretty easily, um, but and was really, really, really close. And I'll tell you what, if Weird Al or Journey would put out an album that's kind of a stinker and Jeff Lynn continues to put out good albums, you yeah. might see some movement, you know? Yeah, it, it's you know, possible. Unlikely, it's, but... Cause I mean, cause he's still, he's still around, right? He's still alive. He just put out music. an album. Right. Yeah, I he, mean, that's what I'm saying. Like his recent one was like pretty freaking recent. When was it? 2008 um, or 18? I'm sorry. 2000, uh, you know, 2000. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't very it was, long ago. It I'm was surprisingly, it was surprisingly recent. I, I, yes. I can't remember the year, but I remember thinking, wow, okay. I did not realize he was still, you know, making it happen. Yeah, well, they, um, Lauren's parents, so they're, uh, Lauren's parents are big ELO fans, and they actually went and saw uh, him at Pittsburgh just last year. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so they actually witnessed it, and they were all big into it and stuff, and they were talking about, you know, so um, I keep I keep up with, you know, them frequently enough, and, and it was really funny that I actually sent you a video of me seeing the orchestra when I was down at Disney last month. So I actually got to see... Um, and they were actually pretty good. I mean, it wasn't Jeff oh, yeah. Lynn, and it was, I think, two of the original guys that were in, like, the, you know, from the second album on or so forth. It was the, right. Um, right. maybe it was the keyboard, and it was the uh, violinist. Um, okay. And they were really good. You know, they were they were, oh, they yeah. were really fun, you know, so. Yeah, you, I, you, you, you shot me that video, and it was weird, because that was in the middle of my, all right, I'm going to listen to all their stuff and, and rank it phase. And, and I'm like, what, what is this? How, wh- that's weird. There's, you know, there's just this weird cover band playing, you know, evil woman. What's this about? You're like, no, 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 no. That's actually, you know, them. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, so that was this, that was a weird coincidence. Actually, we went out of our way to go back to, they have this little concert series at Epcot called rock to the something. It, they do it every spring and they bring in bands and, it, you know, and they have this p- pavilion an amphitheater and this maybe fits a couple hundred people or so forth. But right. when we looked at the lineup, we were actually um, at Epcot the day before. And when we saw that it was the orchestra, we we're like, Oh, we're going to make a special trip. So we just made a special trip to kind of watch them. And then we left. Oh yeah. Um, That's worth so, it. And if I was there a week later, man, I would have got to see the guess who, which oh, from current research doesn't appear <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that the guess who is the exact, um, is the exact same band. It doesn't have uh, the exact band, but right. it would have still been interesting. All right, so I did do some research real quick. Um, From Out of Nowhere was released in 2019 on November. So yeah. we're talking so that's real like, recent. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. Alone in the Universe was 2015. So um, we might see, you know. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. So I'm looking here, and then, there, you know, we will see. And then it looks like Jeff Lynn actually had um, a solo album on his own, but I didn't count that because it wasn't listed as Jeff Lynn's ELO. Right. So right. very, very tricky stuff here. And for those meta people out there, you know, I guess there's no right way to do this. There's not a guidebook unless Todd and I want no. to create one for how you do right. this. Yeah. Um, but all right. So I think we take another short break and we come back. And we'll kind of fill in all the blanks if there's any questions about history or so forth. But more importantly, we'll talk about our favorite songs um, and maybe uh, some details more about where we can find out more about ELO. 
I, I think this is a great plan. Hey, maybe this time we'll we'll have your daughter do a, do an ad read for us. Oh, why How's don't we have sound? her do a live one? Laney, come here. Well, thank you very much, Laney. That was uh, that was a great thing. I think everybody should uh, take your advice and do exactly what you just said. Todd. Yes. Um, what is your favorite ELO song? It's 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 that's tricky. And and without having the, my own maths in front of me, uh, I'm gonna have to make a make a a broad statement and break the rules and, and rattle off a couple because I, I don't know that I could I could pin it down. All right, it's, I'll pick. You give me your couple and I'll pick which one it really is. Okay, uh, I actually have very fond memories of Strange Magic. Oh, that's a great one. Which is which is just just awesome. Like it's very simple. Like, but it it's just it's just very beautiful. Uh, Evil Woman is is very very high up there. And if and if you you know held some sort of weapon to an appendage, I would probably have to go with Evil Woman. Um, uh, I feel like I'm gonna kick myself for not not mentioning at least three others, but I, I would say those two are the ones that immediately popped to the forefront of my mind. Of all right. Blue Mr. Blue Sky is 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 probably up there. Like that would be the yeah. right there. That's the, yeah. that's the holy trinity of ELO, I think. I think um, I think Evil Woman is your favorite because years ago, when we were talking about this task, and you said that that is on every playlist, and I think oh. that is indicative of you know that'd be your tiebreaker oh, yeah. is that you the play count I think of Evil Woman on yours, and this was probably four or five years ago. You were like is in like the thousands, and I'm oh I I would say I would say that if I were to go to my iTunes right now, and if Evil Woman. The, the play count on that was not in the three to four thousand range. I would be surprised. Yeah, that is uh, that is um, that's pretty fantastic. I unfortunately lost my metadata. I couldn't tell you where that would go at. Um, yeah. One song that I think is a sleeper is Telephone Line. I'm not oh, sure if you're familiar with that. That is oh, a fan. That it is not. It's very heavy play for me. Oh, yes. yeah. And it's it's not standard. I mean, I guess it could be a standard. I mean, a lot of their songs have very different vibes. And like, oh, yeah, have different sounds, so to speak, although they have like a similar like you could tell it's ELO when you yeah. hear them. Yeah. But they don't yeah. all sound the same. Um, right. I just is... moved tick, Ticket to the Moon to a five star song that was uh, originally four and I moved that to a five. Um, OK, I think hence why the and that's a song from the album Time. Right. Um, also got some play in uh, uh, a Super Bowl commercial from a couple years ago. And I'm like, um, and I don't remember why, but I do. Huh. Um Mr. Blue Sky is amazing. Uh, my favorite, oh, yeah. though, does come down probably because of fond memories of Don't Bring Me Down. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, where yeah. They, they talk about Bruce. That, right. is, that is mine. That is my top song that won my tournament in the bracket. But um, it was a fantastic song. And I think that it deserves much praise. Oh. Now, without it in front of you, what do you think? Do you think Out of the Blue is your favorite album? Possibly, probably just, just, just due to, you know, all of the songs on there are, are good on their own merit. Um, and just be, I, I think that's probably the one I've listened to the most. Um, you know, it, for, for, for something that I, I literally listened to on vinyl, you know, flipping the records and just, you know, enjoying the hell out of it. I, I would say probably that, that, that's probably where that comes in. All right. For those listening at home. Um, on Out of the Blue, you can hear songs as Turn to Stone, Sweet Talking yep. Woman, Mr. Blue yep. Sky, 
Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. What else we have? Um, there's some sleeper hits. The Whale is a fun song. <laughs> it's basically uh, Wild West Hero is a really good one. Um, yeah. So there's some definitely good songs on that one. Um, mine is definitely out of the blue. It actually won by a narrow margin. Oddly enough, with my current ranking, time is like in sixth or seventh place. So I've either found a, uh, a flaw in my ranking system or I need to go back through and find out um, from the original listening of time. Well, you know, are there you, songs that need a boost? When, when, you, when you're, you're figuring out the album rankings, do you actually rank the albums as albums or is that the, the aggregation of all of the songs on that album give that right, album it's, its rank? Here we go. This is going to be that um, makes a difference. This is uh, yes. Okay. So albums are a little different. So when I actually rank music and put comments in albums can be tricky because some of them have bonus songs and right. I do not include bonus songs um, as I, it basically the album is the original intended release. Okay. Um, so I eliminate bonus songs. Um, I'm trying to think uh, if, for in this situation, it would be Xanadu. It would be, um, I think it's the entire album, but I haven't done it for quite some time to figure out. The formula does it itself, but okay. it, is the al- it is the algorithm. It takes the algorithm into place. So an album with some five-star songs will easily push it to the top I, because I don't have any subjective, you know. The only thing I'm subjective towards is the song ranking. The math does the rest. So without okay. the blue, there are some several five stars on there where on time there might be one or two where there's, you know, four on um, out of the blue. But, you know, so so you, you don't take like, OK, I'm going to rank out of the blue. You rank all no, the songs on out of the no. blue. And then the math tells you where that that's it, because yeah. because, well, it, it I, creates I think, situations like this where and I, if you told me pick an album. I'm probably going to pick time, but my, but in reality, I probably have a better time listening to the individual collective songs of Out of the Blue because there's better hits there. So right, hang, hang on a second, because I can only assume you can hear that siren. Oh yeah, is this a good time for me to crush ice? <laughs> yes, if you're going to crush ice, right. do that, and then we'll, we'll, All right. we'll cut we'll cut back to when you you're ready and the siren has gotten the heck out of here. Well, I think so. I think the siren is is telling us. That, um, you know, this is time to follow up any loose ends of ELO, any questions, comments, well, concerns, anything we should talk about um, about the band. Well, let me let me let me let me just let me just say this in, in regards to the album rankings and particularly where concept albums are concerned, because I think you've struck upon, you know, a, a, an important factor there, because um, let's face it, most most music, most albums are not, you know, they're albums. It's a collection of songs. That, you know, yes, they put some time into, you know, what order they go into and arranging them. But most most albums are not, you know, concept albums, you know, and and concept albums are one of those things to where, you know, it's greater than the sum of its parts. In in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you, if you you know, if you take if you take all of yellow and just put them on shuffle and songs from time come up, eh, you know, they, they, yeah, some are good, some are maybe not so great. But that's a different experience than just putting on time. And listening to it you know what i mean um my my sort of go-to example for this is is pink floyd's Al- uh animals album yeah um there are songs on there that are that are fantastic and i'll enjoy but if you listen to it you know beginning to end 
you know, or like, frankly, most Pink Floyd uh, tends to be a little <laughs> more, you know, conceptual like that, you know, but, but they, there, there are other bands that do it. And, it, you know, it, there's something to be said for listening to the album from beginning to end. And that's a different experience than just listening to the songs individually amongst other things. You know what I mean? And that's, that's kind of hard to capture. So I don't know that I'd say change your, change your algorithm necessarily, but you're right. It does prove a problem when you're trying to just rank the whole album because it doesn't account for, you know, I really like time as an album, but if you go song by song out of the blue, it's better. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I don't well, know I mean, I have a solution I, for you on that, but I, I agree with where you're Well, there is no solution. The fact is conundrum. we're talking about math here and the math says that out of the blue, which is also a concept album. You don't know if it's fantasy or reality or, or right, so forth. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but that one just has better hits, and that is essentially how I've created the formula that creates my ranking, and that's what we go off of. So I will look at time and see if there's any songs that got a bump um, because of frequent playing and realizing, like, the first time I'm like, yeah, this song's good, but now it's become one of my favorites, which is natural for anybody that yeah. listens to music. You know, like I've done that, like I said, I know for a fact I did that with Ticket to the Moon. I think that is a fantastic song that I originally said that's a four, and it became a right. five. Um, a little sneak peek, every 20 artists that I do, I'm going to do a master audit in which I will listen to all their five-star songs and see if any of they're all deserving and kind of compare against each other, but we're not okay. there yet. I'm That is probably happening in about a month, and I'll see how okay. that goes because I think that there needs to be a, you know, Believe it or not, I've probably started this six, seven months ago, and, and my opinions might have changed, and uh, you know, so I'll have to kind of audit some stuff. So yeah. it is a, it's a fun little conversation to have. Um, also, a couple fun little conversations I like to listen into are some of the podcasts that I found on ELO, and in yeah. some cases, you, they're just one-offs, but I right. will actually, um, I believe I sent this to you months ago. There is actually a podcast that goes, talks about every single song. Uh, that ELO has uh, put out, and it is called Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. And nice. guess what, Todd? Guess what? What's that? Could you take a guess? And now, I believe you will miss the first guess, but I think you might get it on the second. What are the names of the um, podcast hosts on this? Um... <sighs> or is it Todd and Eric? I, I knew you were going to guess that first. No, but it is... <laughs> Take take a second guess. Uh, this is really I, I yeah no no Todd Todd is flummoxed. This is this is great. I I I, I don't know. Uh, it is Eric and Eric. So <laughs> nice nice. So when when I listen to it, I'm like, oh, so basically, if your name is Eric, there's a probably a strong percentage chance that you like yourself some yellow. Um, uh, that, yeah. Math on so that checks out. Yeah, so that, <laughs> honestly, there's a couple other podcasts. And as always, if you want to get a list of these, go to musicrank.com. You'll be able to find ELO. And there's a section. Uh, one thing that I will tell you as uh, uh, my child has uh, awoke from his slumber, you guys can probably hear. Um, yes. There is an actual pretty decent documentary about Jeff Lynn that you can find. Okay. I believe it's on Amazon Prime. I think it's called Mr. Blue Sky. And it talks about Jeff Lynn. And this is really why I kind of came up with the determination that ELO is Jeff Lynn. Um, with, without him, there is no real ELO. So um, I would recommend that as a watch for anybody. It's, it's honestly like a real documentary. It's not, you know, a YouTube fan made one. It's a legit 
you know, they talked with George Harrison and, uh, you know, all types of other people about him. So, nice. and, uh, nice. little, little known fact, Todd, you might yes. not know this. I don't know if you know this or not. Jeff Lynn is the producer of, um, the Beatles anthology albums. He is the one I that actually mixed. I did not realize that. He mixed the, um, free as a bird and, uh, uh, the love. What's the last song they had on that same album? The Beatles had free as a bird and everybody scream at their phone. Right. You yeah, know what it is. Continue. I, screaming. I, 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 I don't. Yeah. They're going to be screaming for a while. We're, yeah, we're going to get emails and voicemails and we love yeah. it. But yeah, so he is actually, um, he, you know, was a big, big factor and, uh, really highly respected in the music industry as a producer, not just as the lead man of ELO. So yeah. Well, Todd, do you think we did ELO justice? Do you have any, uh, anything else you'd like to discuss? I I do not in, in what with your young and waking up and I got to move on to doing some things myself. I I think we wrap it up. I think we call it good. All right. Well, we did. I I talked about it a little bit earlier that they moved up in my rankings. They are, you know, a list out of four, they are number, um, or a list out of five, they are number four now. So they moved up in the total rankings, but they scored really well. I could see them being a major player for some time to come. Todd, nice. um, if you were going to rank these five, and um, if you recall the five, it is Journey, Weird Al, um, The Beatles, ELO, and Boston. Give me, a, I- give me your, uh, your ranking here. I think it goes Beatles, ELO, Weird Al, Journey, Boston. All right, that's that I think, was that, I think that, what I, I would guess. Uh, I think of the five, that that's how that plays out for me. Perfect, perfect. So, now I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get to my cheat sheet here because I am forgetting exactly who our next uh, our next you know group will be. Let me see how the internet's gonna work here for you. Ooh, this <laughs> is. I think you'll like this one. Okay. Um, next up, we have. The Moody Blues. Oh, I'm so, fond of the Moody Blues. The Moody Blues is one of those that, at, at present, I think I've only really been exposed to their greatest hits. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm gonna have to do some well, listening. Well, there's lot, lot to be said about the Moody Blues, and we will discuss that. I think on the next iteration of Music Ranked, uh, with Todd, myself, Eric, which uh, is a popular name for ELO fans. That's um, right. And uh, I thank you. Todd for letting me be part of the Toddcast. Right on, man. Thank you for your knowledge, your wisdom, and for sharing all of aforementioned uh, good info. Good, good deal. Well, thank you, Eric, and and thanks everyone for listening. Until next time, I, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast.